Welcome to Top Prize Tuesday. Welcome back. Welcome back to Top Prize Podcast, Episode 3. If you haven't watched my other two episodes, I highly recommend that you do so. Um, just go to my YouTube channel, um, Top Prize Entertainment on YouTube, and also on Facebook as well, Top Prize Entertainment. And you'll be able to watch, like, share, comment, and you can also subscribe as well for new content. Um, this particular one is going to be about dealing with death, you know, dealing with the loss of loved ones. And, you know, it's very tough. It's very tough when you're dealing with the loss of loved ones because that's a, a life-altering turn of advantage turn of events that you will have to adjust to and it's hard it's very hard because dealing with something like that is it's hard to make those adjustments and some people cope with losing someone completely different from others some people drink themselves into a stupor some people want to get as high as a kite. Some people do heavy drugs. Some people shut down. And one thing I can never tell someone is how to deal with the loss of someone. I can't tell you how to do it because everybody grieves differently. And only thing I can just say is that in order for you to start the healing process, you have to uh, accept that this is the reality um, that was brought forth to us. Like this is not a game. You can't redo it. You can't. You can't go back. You can't reverse it. This is the new reality, and that's something that we have to accept. And a lot of people choose not to accept it. And the longer that you sit back and you go against the grain, you're going to continue living a life of misery because your mind is going to continuously wander, especially for those who actually lost their loved ones due to unnecessary violence. And... Sometimes you might feel like you were the cause of the life that they they chose, the life that they lived, and you wish you you'd be sitting back wishing that you could have provided a better situation and and you lose sight on that you did the best that you could trying to make sure that they didn't live that particular lifestyle and you quintessential going to blame yourself. And that right there is completely detrimental to your mindset as far as dealing with that particular loss of that particular person. And once you start blaming yourself for these turns of events, that makes it a hell of a lot harder for you to be able to cope with it. And that's not 
where you really want to be as far as dealing with that. Now, just like I said earlier, it's it's hard dealing with that because they've been a part of your lives for as long as you can remember. You know, your sister, your brother, your mother, your auntie, your grandfather, grandmother. They're part of your life. They're your blood, your cousins. Like, they're your blood. And it's a, a yearly thing that you're going to have to deal with their loss because it's going to be a constant reminder. You know, family functions, birthdays, you know, <clears throat> your birthday, you know, graduations, proms, you know, events that, you know, everybody, you know, cookouts, you know, the family reunions, you know, it's not seeing that person that's always there is going to re-trigger, re-trigger that, I want to say depression, I don't want to say depression, but it's going to re-trigger that state of, damn, I wish you was here to see this. Look at look at these kids getting older. Look at your nieces. Look at your nephews. Look at your son. Look at your daughter. You know, that's going to re-trigger everything and put you in a trance to make you want to do something to get your mind off of it. But a lot of us, we walk around and we're, we're burying it instead of dealing with it. Like I was that person. Like I lost my brother seven years ago. I think it was seven years ago. I lost my aunt eight years ago. I lost my sister last year. And I lost my grandfather this year. Um, all natural causes. You know, my aunt, she lost her battle to lupus. My brother, he lost his battle with asthma. My sister lost her battle with cancer. And my grandfather, natural causes. You know. So, at first, I was just burying him deep inside and not really dealing with it, you know, didn't talk about it, tried my best not to think about it. And it wasn't doing nothing but hurting me more than anything. Because when the time came to do a balloon release or when that time came where my mom talked about it, my brother wanted to talk about it, my sister wanted to talk about it. We get to reminiscing about the things that we used to do when we were kids and stuff like that. That really really got to me much harder. And I, I felt myself taking a lot of my anger and frustration out on others. Until I had to understand like, yo, you can't keep doing this because you're gonna lose people taking out your frustrations and your anger out on everybody else because you're dealing with a, a loss of a loved one. So I had to accept the fact that this is this is this just happened and I had to learn how to adjust.
Now, you know, it's like dealing with my aunt, you know, every time I hear that, that Keisha Cole song, <laughs> I don't want to say what's the name of it. Um, we said, I remember when I gave up loving you. That song, I don't know the name of it, but that song right there, like when that song first came out, we was at my mom's house. My auntie played that song about six times in a row. And I'm like, oh my God, turn that shit off. Turn it off. But she was in her groove. She was, she was dancing. She was having a good time. She was a good life for the party. And it was just a very special moment. And every time I hear that song, I, I think about my aunt. I really do miss her. She's funny as hell. <laughs> and my brother, you know, <laughs> this dude, man, man, he was a menace. Almost got us kicked out of Kicked out of, got the whole family kicked out of uh, Sungay Elementary School, 119, you know. We gets down over there. Yeah, but almost got the whole family kicked out because that man was a menace. Loved him to death. But when it came down, came down to him having our back, he was always there. It was never uh, an inkling where if something was going on that he was going to be there. We knew he was going to be there regardless. And that was my dude right there. That was my dude. And it was like, as I got older, you know, he used to come in my room and look at my shelves, trying to figure out what my liquor was. And every time he walked right in, he was like, what up, fat boy? And his eyes is looking. And I was like, dude, what are you looking for, man? Man, fat boy, I know you got something up there, man. Go ahead, let me get some. Man, bro, go ahead. Just, just take the whole bottle, bro. Just take the whole damn bottle. Just take it. And, man, like, that dude, he taught me so much. He taught me so much. And so many memories. And now it's just, I just smile at it every time I think about it. It's like I no longer feel numb you know, to the point that he's not here anymore. It's like every time I think about him, I just do nothing but sit back and smile. And, you know, my sister, you know, my dad, he was, a, you know, he was out there, you know, he was a, you could say a rolling stone if you want to, you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. Um, every time I look up, we got a new sibling popping out of the woodworks. Um, and she just so happened to be one of them. And the moment she came into uh, came into my life, you know, it was it was an instant connection, you know. And she she was my taffy apple plug. Like nobody can for some reason nobody can get the fresh taffy apples because I I hate getting them from the stores because they don't taste the same. But she always had them. She hit me up on Facebook, brother. I got them taffy apples for you. And I'm like, sister, I'm on my way. How many you want? Give me the whole box. God damn it, don't play with me. Give me them. I want them all. <laughs> she knew I was coming for every single time. And that was one of our biggest bonding moments. You know, she was selling me the apples. I come over there, I talk to her, sit for a little bit. And then I 
I, my fat butt get my apples and I'm eating one on my way out the door. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, now I got to find a new apple plug, you know, and that's sucks. But every time I think about my sister, I just sit back and smile. Every time I just, just wait for that, 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 that Facebook ding, brother, I got it. And it's just, I just sit back and just, just smile at it now. It's just, you just have to, like I say, you just have to accept it. That's, that's it. That's all. The more, the quicker you accept it, the more you can, the better at coping with the, the loss will be greater. And the last thing you want to continuously do is question God's work. Because he's fighting a war against evil. And he needed his strongest warriors. And it just so happened to be part of my family, part of someone else's family, the neighbor's family. It just so happened that he needed them at this point on the front lines by fighting the war, the, the war against evil. And once you continuously question his work, you're going to continue to live through misery. Your mind is going to continuously stay within a trance that is going to keep you stuck. Versus you moving forward from it. Like I said, I can't tell you how to, how to grieve. I can't tell you how to cope with it. Only thing I can tell you is you have to accept it. You have to. That's the only way you're going to you're going to have. You're going, all right, that's the only way you're going to be able to start the healing process as far as dealing with the, a loss. Now. To those people who are dealing with someone, who are dealing with losses, we have to be patient. You know, if fans are bust about it, you have to be patient with that person, especially if you've never lost someone. So at that point, you can't tell this person how they can think how they should be feeling and how they should go about something because you haven't felt what they felt. Now, if you have felt what they have felt, you can be, you should be a little bit more cognizant of the situation and you should be able to help soothe the process because you've gone through the process or you're probably still going through the process. But in situations like that, you can work together, but you have those assholes, is what I call them, that'll tell you, no, nah, you need to get over it. No, you can't get over it. It's a consistent reminder every single day. You go to your mom's house, it's pictures up. You see your brother, and you're just sitting there looking like, damn, I wish he was here. Or you see your auntie. Or you see a picture of your grandmother. It's a consistent reminder every single day. 
But if we are working with our partner to help soothe and keep their minds at ease, it makes the transition a lot smoother. But you have a lot of people that work against their partners versus with their partners because they feel like they need to get over it. They feel like they need to move past it. Oh, you're still crying about this? Or you're still dealing with it? Like, why are you still sad about this? This happened two, three, four, five years ago. It doesn't matter when it happened. It happened. And we have to live with that. So you have to show compassion and you have to show patience. Especially if you've never dealt with that. Because guess what? When you start to deal with that, you're going to want that person to show the same compassion to you. But since you never showed them any compassion, you want to be an asshole, then guess what? They're going to be an asshole right back with you. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them one bit. Now, everybody that had that one person that they lost, that was the bridge to keeping the family together. Whether it was grandma, great-grandma, uh, auntie, uncle, that person was a critical loss to your family because they kept everybody together. When it came down to the family functions, they made sure everybody was there. And anytime you talk to grandma, you talk to great-uncle, you talk to the grandfather, you talk to your mother, you talk to your dad, they always let you know what everybody have going on. So you still are in the loop of what's going on. And you can reach out. Hey, I heard such and such, such and such. Hey, I'm proud of you. You keep going. You know, that motivation. And then once that person passes away, it feels like the family just died too. Because we don't come back together. And we don't have that. Next person to step up to be that bridge. Those losses hurt the most. And those are the losses you have to show compassion for. And if we've had that loss and we're dealing with it, somebody has to take the next step to bridge the, fam bridge the family together. And I always say somebody has to, somebody should do it. And if it has to be you, do it. Because that's going to help your healing process. Because now you've taken over that role of making sure the whole family is together. Now you're taking over that role of talking to everybody and letting everybody know what's going on over here, what's going on over here. So when we at the family gatherings, the family functions, it feels like grandma, uncle, uh, grandfather, they never left. Because you took what she did and applied it to your life and you decided to take over her work. Of his work. That's what dealing with a loss really looks like. Taking what they taught you and making it your own. 
and living their lives with your life as one. That's what dealing with that loss is. But you can't deal with none of that until you accept it. Now, like I spoke earlier, if you lost your child due to your, or you lost your brother, your sister, or your mother, father, anybody due to violence, whether it's gun violence, domestic violence, it's hard to say, I'm gonna accept that. Because they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have passed away like that. Like when someone passed away, you want you want it to be of natural causes. And in my case, it was all natural causes. And dealing with that particular um loss when you lost your kid to the streets, that's a that's a different type of that's a different type of anger. Because you're you're pissed off. My child shouldn't have got shot down in the street, whether he was the target or whether she was the target or not. Or it was just collateral damage. They should not have gone down like that. And you're going to have a lot of hate, a lot of hatred in your heart for that person who did it. If they ever catch the person who did it. Not saying that you have to forgive that person. But. Again, you have to accept that this is an adjustment that you will have to make. You have to you have to accept it. Because if you don't, there's letting God know that, hey, what I just did to make our world a better place, you're not understanding and you're not seeing my vision. And he's gonna put you in a situation continuously put you in the situations where you're not going to succeed and you're going to be miserable every single step of the way. And that's something that none of us need in our lives is misery. None of us needs that because that's not going to help us at all as far as coping with our grievance. So if you haven't learned anything or taken anything from what I said today, I really hope that you, you rewatch and listen carefully. But the one thing I want you to take away from today is accept it. You have to accept it. And for those people who are dealing with someone who's dealing with loss. Again, be patient. Show compassion. Show them the love that they deserve in a situation like that because they're going to need it. They're going to need someone in their corner and that person should be you. So it's tough. Dealing with losses are tough. 
So I want to thank everybody for tuning in to my third episode. Um, like, share, comment, um, subscribe. Let me know um, if you agree with anything I say. If you disagree with anything I say, comment. Uh, I respond. Like, I don't argue, but I love healthy debates. I love healthy debates. I will debate all day, but one thing I won't do, I won't go overboard or argue or anything like that. Um, if you feel like there's a topic that you haven't seen anybody touch on and you want to hear someone's point of view on a topic, comment below. Um, or you can um, go to my Facebook page and you can inbox me um, and I will respond back to you, make a video on it. Um, as long as you subscribe, once I post it, you'll see it. Or if, um, if you, if you didn't, if you didn't subscribe, I can uh, tag you in it and, um, have you come take a look at it. And if you agree with it, Hey, like it, share it, you know, comment, you know, I just want this podcast to be a safe haven for anyone who's dealing with whatever. If you want to talk about it, that's what we hear. Let's talk. Let's talk. I want to thank you all. Once again, check out my Facebook page, Top Prize Entertainment. And check out my YouTube channel, Top Prize Podcast. Let's talk it out. Thank you.